Hi, and welcome once again to What's Damage, companion show to the incredibly well-known and popular real play D&D show, Roll for Damage, now available for only three easy payments of $29.99. Um, so our heroes weren't quite out of the jungle yet. When we last checked on them, they were feeling a little bit less grumpy, um, but no less confused as they bandied about a few theories about what the heck is going on. Uh, it does still remain a mystery, but they may be getting a little bit closer to the answers they seek as they venture deeper into the mysteriously frost-touched jungle. It's real cold for some reason. Um, unfortunately, danger lurks around every corner as always, and friend turned against friend as they fought, as they fought both some tough enemies and some mysterious whisperings within their own minds, twisting their thoughts and feelings against each other. It's very dramatic. Um, Oriana went down hard in the heat of battle, and it remains to be seen if she'll stay down this time. Uh, we'll be pondering all that and then discussing the wild world of feats today, um, starting very shortly. As always, stick around after the stream for things to think about, organizations to support, and great places to send your money. I'm your host, Truth Benson, and this is What's the Damage? Welcome back. Joining me today, I have two familiar faces. We've got Tick, who plays Sinric, the recent murderer. Um, and we've got- It wasn't that much of a murder. It's more of a slaughter. Okay, okay, point taken. We've got Jay, who plays Campion, who Yay! didn't kill anyone. Okay, awesome. How are you guys doing? Some stuff happened last game. A uh, bit of a brutal jungle crawl. Mm. What is the damage? I mean, a lot. <laughs> what is not the damage? That's yeah, yeah. the question. Okay. I, I just want to go on the record and say I'm not a dog killer. So, you know, we're good. You killed my dog, man. <laughs> uh, you're right. That would have been unforgivable. We would have had to retire Sinric. Yeah, man. He wouldn't have played well with audiences if you killed Greybone. Again. Greybone is the mascot. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, little, the little puppy that never that keeps trucking. Little puppy that could. Yes. 
Oh uh, man, no, dude, it was it, man, it was stressful, man. You know, just just having having to deal with situation after situation, man. Um, yeah, we we thought like, hey, you know, we probably we thought you know we we'd be going into you know like a like a like a dungeon call. We would have like time to prepare, but then mm-hmm. unbeknownst to us. We were already in the dungeon crawl. The forest was a dungeon the entire time. <laughs> it was, you know, a dungeon of nature. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, just without walls. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> you don't have to be in a dungeon to have a dungeon crawl. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it was. And it was fun was more because of a vibe, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dungeon vibe. It was fun because, I mean, I, I think this was uh, in an entire year, the first time we really went up against, like, a mental opponent and mm-hmm. not, like, a physical opponent. Mm. Well, there was that brand in the jar. Yeah, I think that was more for fun, though. Yeah. I mean, that that wasn't, like, at the end of the day, that wasn't, like, a giant thing. Yeah, like a huge and, fucking thing, dude. Yeah, yeah. but it was it was fun. I mean, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I, I think this was our real like serious potential TPK like mental opponent, like non physical. It was shooting lightning, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a little lightning. Um, yeah, it was a little bit of a change of pace though. Um actually let's let's jump in there then. So you were both affected um in slightly different ways by the Only slightly. Uh, by the weird brain waves going around campy had a couple weird theories about that um yeah but i wanted actually cynric i wanted to start with you because you were actually hearing voices you were hearing this strange voice telling you to take control and err just weird stuff um even after your uh bloodlust had dropped so i kind of wanted to ask like what does that mean to cynric um, right now, I don't know, because, I mean, the battle technically hasn't really stopped. It just, like, literally, we, we stopped battle and then, like, ended sessions, so mm-hmm. it hasn't really caught up yet. But, I mean, at the forefront, I, I can honestly say I'm probably not going to think about it right now, because we have someone that um, met a bad end. So that, that'll probably be second on the list of things to do <laughs> as soon as we come back in. Yeah, you'll have uh, more pressing things to deal with next game on Friday. Uh, tune in. Um, but it, as yeah. far as the voices, I mean, I'm sure it'll catch up. And I mean, he's not a person that really deals with his emotions to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's one of those where that's, you know, coming back to the forefront and going to have to start dealing with that. Yeah. Or else, it's- you know might be more fun and more murdery down the road. You never know. Uh, TPK accepted Sinric, Um, if anyone could. So actually, yeah, is, is Sinric someone who is accustomed to like the sanctity of his own mind? Has he dealt with things like this before? I know he's had um, rage problems in the past, which reminded him of what was happening right now, but has he ever had like that sense of somebody really fucking with his brain? No, um, he was a person that was trained to react to a situation and be able to separate the emotion from that. I mean, it, it was a soldier lifestyle. 
So, I mean, you, you kind of have that reaction to pull your emotional response away and deal with the situation at hand. And I mean, I took it to an extreme with the character after that incident to a point where not wanting to process or deal with that emotion at all, whether it be good or bad. As befits the character. Um... Awesome. So Campion also had a bit of a weird moment in there where everything was dangerous and out to get him all at once, yeah. even Greybone. Um, what was playing that like? Because that is kind of a jarring thing to have happen in the middle of a battle. Yeah, man. I was like, oh, shit. I, I, when when Spreader was like, oh, yeah, uh, enemies, everyone's an enemy. And I was like, wait, he's my own dog? He's my own dog? And I was like, yeah. Greybone. Greybone's even the most worst enemy because he knows all your secrets. You oh, know? No. Um, but uh but yeah, no, it was it was it was uh scary. Uh because you know, Campion can very much be dangerous. He's mm -hmm. kind of like the second DPS in a sense. Um and so I was very glad I did not shoot anybody in the face. Uh because if I if Campion would have killed somebody, he would have not been able to handle that uh personally <laughs> um, without a complete shutdown man he's like, he's like, he's like what you know um but yeah man i was just i was i was making them them rolls man dice gods dice gods were on my side in that moment so you know oh. I, give, I give my thanks to them <laughs> i know yeah well yeah <laughs> You know what, Jay? I think the dice—I think the dice gods are coming around to you. They've—they've they've seen how you suffered. You've proven yourself. Knock on wood. Oh, knock on wood. See, the dice are just—you know—telling the story that you know we 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 don't. <laughs> we don't so expect. It works out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the element of chance. Um, oh, it makes sense. I mean, why wouldn't you attack the biggest thing in the room? You know, the dice follow through with that. I'm not very wise, so I fail every wisdom save. I mean, it's it's perfect. Goes pretty well. Um, okay, awesome. We're gonna backtrack a little bit um, to the beginning of the episode. We'll come back to the battle because it was very big and important. Um, but so there were there was some discussion right at the top half of the episode about what the heck's going on, why these dots, what's happening with the ocean. I was wondering, like, why because I. Um, Cynric was chiming in. I don't think Campion was a very was super big in that discussion. What did you guys think about some of the theories they're getting tossed around? Um, I like the craziness of them <laughs> as yeah. a as a person. I mean, Oriana's whole like theory was about you know, you know these the there can only be so many coincidences until you start mm -hmm. drawing lines. But I mean. The thing is, is, is I, I feel like, yeah, there, there's, there might be, you know, under all of the bullshit, there might be uh, an underlining, you know, connection, but I feel like we were really pu pulling at straws there. Um, I know how Serenity, like, partially thinks, like, just a little bit under the crust of, of the madness, um, and uh, I have no fucking idea what is going on now. And it's scaring the shit out of me, you know, fucking the babies, fucking this shit. Okay. What is going on, Serenity? You gotta tell me. Okay. I can't sleep. 
Uh, mercy on Jay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like note fuck, to man. self: don't stand next don't to me. Don't die. Okay. That's 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 the thing, man. You know, I'm keeping Greyboat away from you, dude. I'm keeping Greyboat away from you. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. We can't kill the dog. Exactly. Legally, <laughs> Legally we cannot kill the dog. Um, she can bring it back. I mean, yeah. True. Like, it's an immortal dog. True, man. But it's just like, it, it's it's nerve wracking. And then also like, man, I, I burned like I burned through like all my spells, dude. I was like, oh mm-hmm. shit, dude. I was I mean, like, <laughs> it was a dungeon crawl. I I think all of us burned through almost everything <sighs> during that fight. Yeah, shit, even you with the fucking rages, dude. I, yeah, you ran out. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I tried to do that a little bit on purpose, um, mm. considering the rage almost was, in my head, like a trigger. Mm. So I figure, mm. okay, if there's no rages left to burn, what what can be a trigger? Yeah. And, well, I was wrong, so... You're you... wrong! <laughs> You're assuming! You're assuming fucking fucking serenity with the thing. a trigger, though? It's just, like, not the main thing. Well, I, th- I think it's, like, like it's it's not a trigger. It's it's more of a, like, inhibition or whatever. Like, if you were to introduce, like, alcohol to, like, an alcoholic, right? Like, it just accentuates the 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 shit that's already there, you know? And then, and then this whole mental fucked up shit, you know? It, it's always gonna, uh, it was already, like, it was affecting fucking Perry, dude. And mm-hmm. I think she has what the highest. Doesn't she have Quinn the highest as well? Yeah. Yeah, and Quinn. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and yeah. also Oriana. Um, exactly. But they failed their save against that guy in the village. So oh, they they actually had the effect of the calmingness. Yeah. But, exactly. You know, Perry, not so lucky. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I I feel like if from from what I was thinking, I think they're like you know. Uh, if if they didn't uh, at a very serious outcome, I, I would have personally seen that if they didn't get the calm, like the anger would have stacked on to the point. Yeah, yeah, it would have stacked on, and then and then there would have been a very very serious possibility that we would have had to fight Perry Quinn and fucking Oriana, and then you know Sinner, he, he's a wild card. Then it would just be fucking me and Boltaim, and then <laughs> you know? just like dimension door out of there. You're okay. Yeah, like, you're just leave the... him. Yeah. You're like bye. <laughs> so, so yeah, man. I mean, there was that always like under underlining uh, fear stress. of yeah. uh, stress, dude. I was like, yeah, this 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 is gonna be some bull. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was more curious as to how the other like um the encounters during the crawl. Mm-hmm. were going because everyone didn't seem to be bickering amongst themselves on the mm-hmm. enemy side but rather working as like a cohesive unit well, so I think they were already it, in that made me curious it was like yeah they were, they were yeah but, they were already in it they're like being puppets it, I, to me they were meat puppets yeah but when we were under the effects i mean we were still like attacking each other, but yeah. we were never at a point where. But it was understand, remember that point where where you started to hear the voice. Center was getting yeah. directions. You were getting yeah. directions. You were getting told to kill Oriana. You know, it was like, oh, kill, kill, kill whoever. You know, it was it was Oriana because at that moment, or they deemed Oriana a threat. And uh, straight up, yeah, exactly. Pretty sure it was just because she was next to me and not a threat. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, Maybe like I said, it was one of those where it's like, oh, you're right there. Okay, there yeah. you go. But, I mean, I mean, understand, 
you know, uh, unlike last time, remember when you went to the Rage and it was the Hydra, you were, you were fucking rolling, uh, fucking, you know, who did attack. Yeah. Uh, you didn't, you weren't doing that. So I feel like this was to a point where it was more focal. Like it was, it was like a, like blinders, you know, they were kind of pointing you in directions instead of, you know, you being wild and everything. It wasn't also like a blinding rage this time either. Yeah, no, it was, it was focused. It was much different. Yeah, it, it was focused, and I feel like in in their point, it was it was the same with them. They they already came to a point where they were already in long exposure to whatever fucking brain waves, what the fuck was going on, to where they it, were they were just marionettes and shit. It was yeah. almost as if this was a magical ability, where yeah. the one before wasn't <laughs> exactly. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Not to poke a hole in anything, but you know, magical theory. Yeah. I like that theory. It stacks. Exactly. Everything stacks. Yeah. Um, they all combine together. Woo. Um, mm, yeah. So does that mean there's going to be like a Voltron thing of this eventually that we fight? I mean. Yeah. Well, no, I think I think I think the land itself. <laughs> I think the land itself was was already tainted and was calling causing the madness, and then they were using that like a like a focus for their control. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, I don't think the land itself is corrupted. I, I think it was a situation where it was the beings were radi- radiating that effect. Okay. I mean, that that's me as a player. That's where my head is. Because we've seen no indication of, like, desiccated ground or, you know, desecrated, whatever the word that is. Yeah, just desecrated. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel you. I feel you. But, you know, I was like... In my mind, like I was thinking, like this was like a like a mental thing. So instead of like like the desecration was like was like physical because of you know it was an aspect of those fucking baby shit things. You know, I was thinking like this is another aspect, but instead of you know, it's the silent killer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that adds the, to the more dangerous sense. Like how far are you into it before you start losing it? I don't know, man. It was he <laughs> knows how it is, man. It begs oh, the question, is this even related to that? I mean... Exactly! You know, you know, probably another, it's just another fucking coincidence. Or maybe there's an overall spider web of bullshit, man. We don't fucking... Yeah, yeah. You know, we were guided here for a reason. <sighs> it's always a fucking reason, man. Maybe the temple wasn't the reason. Ooh. We're gonna get to the temple, it's gonna be empty. Quinn's gonna be pissed. Ooh. It's like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's all conspiracy. It's like, ah! Oh, you lied! <laughs> Oh yeah, the gods are in on it too. Of course yeah, they are. Of course yeah, they are. Can't trust it. Can't trust anybody. You know, as 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 good old Dobby used to say, "Fuck the gods, man." Okay, fuck them. Okay, the bullshit. We, we need like you know a a, a pin board with all the lines connecting everything <laughs> now. <laughs> Where are you gonna keep it? In the back of holding, you're just gonna pull it out. You know that's not a bad idea. We can get like a whiteboard that we could just rip out of the bag of holding. Yeah. Draw another Love connection, it. put it back in. There you go. It's yeah. always gonna be campy, and he's gonna be like, "Give me the bag of holding." Oh <laughs> well, yeah, you keep you keep it right in your bag and just like rip it out. Yeah. Love it. Um. Okay, so. Yeah. I wanted to ask Tick actually because. Um, even if it wasn't this way exactly, we did think that the rage was a trigger for most of the episode. And I wanted to know like what it was like playing in Barbarian, where your uh 
where you have to kind of avoid or judge the risk of your primary ability? Like how would that affect your play? Um, as it, it, it was more fun to poke the bear, so to speak, <laughs> but that that's me um, speaking. Um, as far as the character, I mean, that's, if the situation calls for fighting, that that's what he's going to do. I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to calculate into it, but I mean, there's a lot of good from, you know, kind of engaging those mechanics. And mm. to be honest, the good outweighs the bad right now. So, I mean, that, that was the rationale. Because, I mean, just being able to soak up that much potential damage as well as dish yeah. it right back and keep people, you know, away from some of the squishier. If I have to go a turn or two under the effect of something, I mean... I, I still have the potential of doing what I'm supposed to mm -hmm. as far as a group role. So it, like I said, it, it was worth the risk. Smart. Just okay. resulted in a dead doggy at one point. So, you know, again, sorry about that. Sorry to, you know, Oriana. I don't accept your apologies. <laughs> oh, well. Damn, cold. <laughs> Corey's like, it was worth your lives. Well, I never said cool. that, but I mean, I'm, I'm in a group with how many spellcasters? They have ways to stop me. I'm confident mm. of that. Mm. But no one did, except for Oriana. It, it, it then, then didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, well, live, learn, die. Sometimes you know. as a party, I have to put my faith in them equally as they have to put their faith in me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe she'll be fine. We won't know. She might be fine. She might be fine, guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so I actually did have a question about Campion, too, because something that I know the episode before and then this episode mm -hmm. was Campion, like, making his little notes being like, theory, mind control, alien lasers. <laughs> um, and then he's got like little adrenaline shots and field generators and made me wonder like, what's the process for playing a steampunk character like in this fantasy yeah. setting? Like, how do you go about translating I, like all this I, magic stuff? I think it's, it's such a cool challenge, dude. <laughs> um, because like, I mean like, yeah, you could just, you could be like an artificer and like, like flavor them how you, how you will. You know, like, like, they, like, you know, most, I, I feel like it's more of, you know, the idea is like an enchanter, kind of enchant mm -hmm. objects, and then they perform the magic. But I wanted to be where, like, Campion, full-on science, bro, man. Okay, Junior Bill Nye, the science guy, he's got to get shit done with the science. Um, so it's, it's always kind of like, you know, what, what's a, what's a cool invention with, with like a, like a practical version of, you know, of a spell, you know, fairy fire. It's like, oh yeah, it's like a phosphorus little grenade thing, you know, it springs glitter on you and then now you got got fucking glitter that absorbs fucking solar radiation so you're constantly glowing and shit. There you or, go, that's canon. You got exactly glitter bombs You know? Phosphorus. Yeah, man. And then like the fucking anti-gravity disc thing, uh -huh. dude. I was like, yeah, man, exactly. <laughs> You know, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta be wild. You know, you gotta have fun with it. Uh, like, like you, most of the shit though, I, I just come up with it off the spot. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. uh, it is fun. It is fun to see Jake like twitch in the background. <laughs> you're just like, you're just like screaming random science words together. He's like, he's like, God damn it, man, this is not how the science works. Jake, you're killing me. <laughs> 
And I'm like, I don't give a fuck, Jake. I was like, I can do it that way. Okay, I'll fucking keep you, bitch. Uh, fun times, fun times. Okay, um, do, 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 do. Um, yeah, so let's go back to the battle a bit. Talk to me, You, we've already discussed it a little bit, but talk to me more in general terms about that final battle, like with the golems, I think, because it was pretty complicated. You were fighting each other, you were fighting them, stuff was happening, you were hearing voices, you were suddenly scared of everything, like a lot was going on. Um, yeah, it was like, we were we were already pretty spent already. A lot of us used a lot of like our hit dice and our spell slots. We were going in like half cock, man. Um, you know, just because like I guess we were we were just doing we were just doing things and we weren't we weren't kind of like thinking. Like at least I wasn't thinking like, you know, we, we like I was saying like, oh yeah, you know, we're just gonna get, you know, we're just gonna get a fucking long rest. We're just gonna get a fucking long rest. It's like, oh yeah, no, there's no fucking long rest. Um and then situations were going I was like, okay cool we could probably handle this then fucking sinric goes balls to the wall I'm like okay cool 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 but you know orion is coming in with the whole person and then i'm like okay cool so then we just got to focus on one thing and then then we start attacking the other one you know we gotta you know collectively start bringing that dps in and then i'm scared of everything and i'm like oh god i really don't want to fucking kill somebody right now so then i'm just i'm praying to the dice gods dice gods are giving me you know that little bump and then I'm just shooting. I'm just shooting for dear life, man. Campy's having a panic attack, dude. You know, he's, he's just trying to survive, man. And then, and then, and then these creatures, like they look like stone, but they're not stone. Like they're 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 weird, kind of like alien creatures too. That like Campy is kind of intrigued about it. But then like it's a, like a life or death situation. So then he's got to focus, like, oh, I gotta survive this shit, or you know, I'm not gonna be able to look at like look, look you know look uh, you know examine this thing afterwards. You know, it's priorities. It, it was it was it was great, man. Picture Campion behind that pillar, like rolling to the side, just exactly. shooting blindly, rolling back, rolling. You know, he's just like he just like runs to the pillar and he's like breathing. He's like, okay, okay, oh my god, oh my god, oh, uh, should I shoot the little girl, the little, the, 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 the or, or the droid one, or the man in armor, or the really big one? Okay, and then he peeks out and then he starts like freaking out. It's like, oh, there's too many. I right, shoot the big one. Uh, and then. <laughs> I, I, honestly, if I feel if we didn't panic as a group in that fight, it would have been a much easier fight. Well, yeah, but the thing is, is, is yeah, true. Just a lot of things fucking happened, and um, you know, honestly, it could it could have been it it could have been so much worse. It could have been so much worse. Been I mean. so much worse. <laughs> you know, um, I'm just happy that um, I mean, like we came out like beaten, but you know, we're not we're not all fucking dead. You know, that's 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 the the dream right there. at least the, there's a possibility of still saving the world <laughs> yeah uh you might still do it maybe i mean you know <laughs> maybe who knows i wonder oh. if um you know asmodeus is going to be you know happier you know angry to see oriana again he's like oh my girl <laughs> probably annoyed he's like you again like, you really just talked. he's like yo give papa a hug you know you want you want one you want cookies i have cookies Sorry, that was, you know, not in the, the oh scheme of things, but it just popped into my head. I mean, but we'll yeah. probably find out. It, 
I, I think that that challenge definitely wasn't more so to challenge us physically, but more so like, you mm-hmm. know, to, to challenge our, you know, mental capacity yeah, as far as working as a group. Yeah, that's, um, so, that's the whole thing for Serenity. Her first group, like her first um, priority is for us to, to feel like we've earned every inch yeah. of where the fuck we are. You know? we, we definitely pooped the bed a little <laughs> bit at the middle, yeah. you know, at the beginning of that fight. Um, yeah, well, but yeah. I, I think we did pull it together towards the end. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I see you laughing over there, but <laughs> I feel it's fitting. But... Yes, Randy's just like collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we pulled it together and, you know, we, we did end up, you know, having a little bit more synergy towards the end of the fight, especially with how Quinn and Perry were reacting and mm-hmm. even Baltaim, you know, taking more of a calculated <sighs> stance as far as, you know, like, Okay, do I go do this? Do I go do that? And just like, oh, flip a coin. Yeah, um, did did so, even get hit? No, no. I don't <laughs> think he took any damage in that fight. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, he okay. did? Okay. But then again. Yeah, it was clutch. It was mad clutch. Yeah. 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 So I, we, we definitely, I mean, we have room to improve as far as working as a group, mm-hmm. especially if things go south. Yeah. But that's good. I mean, it means there's room for us to grow as a party going forward. Because it'd be kind of boring if we already worked, like, perfect together from day one. The most important thing is that you be interesting, which you are, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Remember, you're you on gotta TV. you got to keep the audience intrigued, okay? Cool. You do. <laughs> um, cool beans. Okay, so... Uh, sorry, my cat was making noise. Um... So, uh, Oriana made a somewhat deadly mistake of trusting Simric at inopportune moments. Uh, I must say that was extremely cinematic for her to be like, I trust you that you just cut her I can't say it was a mistake. I mean, I, I get where she was coming from when she did that because, I mean, <laughs> she's the squishy. You hide behind the meat shield. That That's just like, I mean, that, that's what she does. But can't trust I mean, the meat shield. Who can you trust? Yeah, and, right. The meat shield's coming right at you. I mean, you know, it was just unfortunate. Yeah. So is that gonna like fuck Sinrick up? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I guess it depends on what effect I was under um, during that, because I mean, under the normal rage, like I recognized what I did, but I mean, I. It, as far as what's happening, I, I just know I'm being compelled to do something. Um, how can I convey that to other people? And what can I do to fix the situation would probably come first. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. I think the only thing I can do is carry her. True. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is you know, we, you, you already explained, like, you know, the you know, little bits of the fucking, your experience on the island and shit. Yeah. And we all know that this, that this fucking thing was was affecting us on a on a mental level so it's like i, I don't think anyone would literally blame sinrick um, i mean it was even to the point on the way where it's like I, I was you know even making the point to tell people it's like look maybe we should you know periodically check in with each other i yeah, mean exactly. you know we maybe we need to focus on each other and you know because there are weird things afoot i mean afoot i know i'm point. susceptible i uh, you know perry was susceptible at that point I mean, so probably wasn't the best decision tactically, mm-hmm. but 
you know, it, it was a sound decision. Can't fault it. Yeah, but understand, understand. We 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 handled that as best as we could because it's like like you 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 got you know controlled, but it could have been three other fucking individuals that could have also mm -hmm. been controlled. So I feel yeah. like we managed that as well as we could. I mean, could it have been? I mean, <laughs> we really don't know. It, honestly, it, it might have been something where based on past experience, I, I was a more susceptible target, mm -hmm. whereas it could have been something that other people might have had an easier time resisting. So, I mean, it, it's hard to say. I feel you're coming from. You know, it's just uh, that's how the crypto crumbles, man. D&D &D is... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wonder what, what would have happened if you had all failed your saves. Would you have just fought each other for, like, the whole episode? They're the fucking, the fucking giants EVP. are just, like, they're, they're just chilling. They're like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, they're just popcorn. watching you. <laughs> yep. Oh, they're eating like little pebbles or something. I don't know, go and see. I think uh, it would be an interesting encounter. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Instead of popcorn, it's small pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, yeah, so this is the second time Oriana's been down. Do you guys suspect she'll stay dead this time? Third. Oh, so third. third. Yeah. Third time she's died, died? Okay. Yeah, yep. Uh, is this it? Third time's the charm? <laughs> but her DC got reset because of the water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, things, we gotta, we gotta figure out the one. You know, there's always... Yeah. We need to buy her some armor. I mean, seriously. <laughs> A shield, Just something. Put her, put her in plate. She won't be able to walk. <laughs> the door, you know. Stay in the cart. Don't move. <laughs> Poke your head out and cast and get back in. See, no, all we gotta do, we put her in, in, in plate armor and we put wheels at the bottom <laughs> and then we just, we, we, we push her. Oh my god. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Campy, I was like, oh yeah, I had an idea about this. Yeah, it could totally work. Yeah. Oh, Campy can build her like an exosuit. Like, exosuit? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Yo, like man. a Jaeger. <laughs> Out of <So>. Greybone. <laughs> Greybone Mark II. Okay, okay. Next episode, exosuit for Oriana. <laughs> oh no, he can bring he can bring her back like Inspector Gadget. Make her better. Sciency. Stupid! I'm <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. dude, if she yeah. doesn't have like helicopter head when she comes back, I mean Oh I, she needs no. helicopter hands. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm this is this is too much. Oh awesome. Okay, something to look forward to. Um we're going to move on to our topic for today on the note of Oriana helicopter hands. Um, yeah, so our topic for today is feats. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Feats in the game, not like what you walk feats on. Feats in the game, not, okay. yeah, not feats of strength in real life, just D&D feats. Although, we could, if you've got some feats you want to brag about, you can slip them in, you know, subtly. Anyway, um, so first off, what is a feat? Explain it to me like I don't know. I, I mean, I think you just said it as far as like a feat would almost be like, I, I would describe as like a feat of strength that, I mean, a character can exhibit. I mean, a feat of strength wouldn't necessarily be limited to a one-time thing. I mean, it, it's it's basically an upgrade for a character. I, I believe it is a boon either earned or kind of you know quote unquote 
given, I guess, if you were to, like, go with, like, variant human or, mm-hmm. like, if you were to go with a class that gives you a feat or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it's something that I feel like you've, your character has put time into to cultivate and has paid off into something that gives them the extra bit of edge. It's like a cultivated skill. Exactly, because like, because especially it's just when your thing, yeah, yeah, because especially when when you're you know leveling up and then you know you're you're like it's either oh you can choose these two you know fucking you know which skill do you want to move up or hey you want to get a feat hey <laughs> you know. <clears throat> also so goes feel- in to say I mean feats can be really powerful but I just I mean as a word to you know everyone they are optional. So yes. it's not at everyone's table, but yeah, man. you know, just something to consider as well. Yeah. Actually on that note, like when would you pick a feat and when would you just take the staff boost? Like what goes into that decision usually? Uh, dude, I mean, I mean it, it depends on like what like what are you doing with stats? Like are you rolling stats? Are you taking like basic array? Like if so, then the basic array I usually recommend like eighth level and when you take your first feat depending if like if you don't take like a race that gives you a feed you know um but yeah like like if you're if you're rolling for fucking you know stats and you get the ultimate trinity dude 18s and everything fuck trying to boost stats man you go full feet full full fucking feet man you know i'm waiting i'm waiting for that opportunity when i'm just rolling 18 for the majority of my characters i'm like i'm having five feet bro i mean it's a balancing act because i mean asis are really powerful as well especially i mean i i do feel they are more powerful given the class you play Mm -hmm. i mean like i i think asis are probably more powerful as far as like casters maxing out your key stat um unless you're playing more of a tank role then you know maybe you look at constitution instead of a feat but I mean, even then, tough is really, really, you know, good mm-hmm. as a feat compared to a plus one in con. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you kind of have to weigh those choices because, especially on a caster roll, that's mm-hmm. you bump a key stat that's a plus one to your attack roll, to your saves, mm-hmm. as well as your own spell save DC, mm-hmm. which a lot mm-hmm. of spells target that. So I mean, that that's something to consider as well. Yeah, man. There's there's pros and cons. Uh, both sides of the fucking table. Um, it just depends on like what 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 you're trying to do with your character, man. You know. And then some feats are just broken. Like, I mean, <laughs> lucky. Exactly. Exactly. Lucky. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I mean, combination of feats can be broken too. I mean, yeah. sorry. What feats are broken? Do you think, in your opinion? Well, no, like combinations of feet. Like, I mean, even in this game, I run Polar Master with Sentinel, and that's just mm-hmm. like an incredibly dangerous combination because it can literally lock things down and to a point where you're not even close to them to do that yeah but then it, it creates a whole new fucking like like play style you know mm-hmm. you're 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 you know a barbarian but you're a defensive kind of barbarian in a sense where you do damage right but you know you can it's it's fucking crowd control man you know not a, not a lot of barbarians like will like it the way in how you like you build it like most in in the sense of people who do barbarians it's like you're pure focusing damage. pure fucking damage great weapon crowd control fighter, you know exactly yeah, crowd yeah. control is kind of, is, is a secondhand fucking thought um and so like you're just trying to kill as many you know at one enemy at a time but you like you can attack an enemy hold an enemy off dude you know you can kind of get them focused on you 
you you you choose the distance of interactions, um, and that's that's that saved us a lot of a lot of times, man. I mean, like you know? I said, and it's the combination of feats. And I mean, exactly. you even throw something like alert into the mix, depending on what class you play. Uh, alert can be pretty awesome, as far as you know, you, your ability to act first in an initiative. Because I mean, it gives what uh, alert is plus five to initiative. Yeah. And you can't Ooh. be surprised. Dude, don't even get me on elven accuracy. <laughs> you know? Yo. So, <laughs> yeah. You get you you build a war you build a hexblade warlock that's that's half elven and then have elven accuracy. Oh my god, man. You roll in you roll an advantage and and how you build your warlock, you can roll yeah, you can just literally roll three times if you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean they're Bonkers. So yeah, it's definitely stuff to think about. I, I think um, one of my favorite feats is actually one of the newer ones. And um, what is it like? Um, half, what was it? it? It was the halfling racial feat, which allows you to extend your lucky out to another player if they roll in that one. Uh, wait, bountiful luck? I think that's what it was. And I mean, that that's like venturing right on that same broken territory as lucky. Because it's like, oh, I don't like that roll, so re-roll. It's interesting too, because that's kind of like something the divinations um, wizards can do. Um, yeah. I really like Gunner, um, mm -hmm. because it's in in a sense where like usually you would have to like dip levels into like fucking you would either have to go to like you know to you know um, artificer or like go into fighter, you know, uh, fucking Matthew Mercer, you know, exactly. Yeah, Firearm but now you can you can literally like that. exactly you can literally be any fucking class and fucking pull out a gun. <laughs> like I brought a gun to this sword fight. A, it's like yo, like my man's everyone's got a sword and shit, and then and then like you know, and then you you catch a guy off guard, and it's like oh you got you got a fucking dagger. Okay, boom, I got a flintlock, bitch. Dance. That's uh, what I need for my ranged weapon. Exactly. <laughs> That's fun. All right, Campion, you're gonna need to get on that. I mean, start crafting. Just give everybody a gun. Okay, that's how you guys are gonna survive from now on. Every single one of you has a gun. Gun crew. But, gun I mean, crew. It, it, even going on feats, I, I think like one of the coolest things about feats is I, I've even said it before. I mean, ASIs can be just as powerful depending mm -hmm. on the situation. Mm. They're kind of boring. Whereas feats allow you to add another level of kind of like interactivity and, mm -hmm. you know, no, another level of complexity and interest into the character <laughs> you're building. So that that's also something to consider as well. I mean, do you want to play that character that, you know, likes to start bar fights? I mean, pick up Cavern Brawler because, I mean, now your fists are a D4 mm -hmm. and you can grapple as a bonus action exactly. on every turn. You don't have to be. You don't have to be a fucking monk to fucking punch people in the fucking face. Yeah. Well, I I think they also also you also you know depending on the class you can have unarmed fighting as well. I think it actually does the same fucking thing too, because it's now a new fighting style too, which is fucking cool. You know, versatility everywhere, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, things like Shield Master allowing you to interact more with your shield as far mm -hmm. as like having a shield because. In all honesty, a shield is like one of the most boring things to do exactly. in D&D. Unless you have like one of those, you know, Dwarvish spike shields and then like you just stab something in the face. But even then, yeah, I mean, shield. isn't that still technically considered an improvised weapon? So, I mean, you're still only doing like a D4. Yeah. Is it? Because that's yeah. like a deliberate weapon, though. Mm -hmm. Shields aren't weapons. They're armor in terms of D&D. 
So, and that's kind of the point, though. I mean, so that Shieldmaster feat mechanically in the game allows you to have different interactions with something that would otherwise mm -hmm. be like literally a piece considered a piece of armor for the sake of the game. Mm -hmm. That is cool. So what's the best feat? <laughs> is there one? I mean, Lucky is the one that generally applies the best across the board to anyone. And it's also probably the one that's the most banned at like tables because it's just, it's just too good in the way it's worded because I mean, you can fail a roll and then choose to roll again. I mean, so it's like, you know, all right, you know, you failed. So I'm going to re-roll re that. And I think that's kind of where the brokenness comes in. Again, this is something that divination wizards can do though, sort of. Yeah, I mean, through their, po uh, what was it, potence or portents? Yeah, portents. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, I mean, um, just to have, like, you know, every single person be able to do that, though, I mean, it's like, oh, look, I rolled in that one, burn a luck point, and then have it. Have you had a fully lucky party? <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> All right, Everyone yeah, takes the luck feat. <laughs> you're level five, okay, you're going to get some Tarask. That, that's, that's how we're doing this. Mm. Let's see how your luck treats you now. I think the coolest fucking feat out there right now <laughs> is telekinetic. Because now you can play a motherfucking Jedi, okay? I'm pushing people. I'm punching people with my invisible fucking mage hand, man, okay? That's the shit. That's the... That's <laughs> All I need is a fucking, like, um... What's that, what's that fucking lightsword shit? A lightsaber? It, no, 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 but, like, the, 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 the magic item... Sun sword? Oh, sun sword. Yeah. Oh, I need this motherfucking sun sword, and I'm Obi Wan fucking Kenobi. Okay. <laughs> I expect you to be in all combats going. Oh yeah, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh yes. Oh man. It's my next character. Right, so we know what your next character is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Feats are definitely interesting. I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, they they take away from the boringness of just like getting mm -hmm. stronger. Mm -hmm. They do add some mechanical interest too, because it's like a new thing that's on your sheet that you can do in battle is not attack runaway spell. Yeah. Um, that's why I think about feats anyway. Um, so do you think there are good feats available for every class? Because I feel like there are some stock ones for certain classes. Like you, oh, yeah. you always yeah. want like sharpshooter if you're a ranged weapon person. I mean, there there's good feats for every class. Yeah. I mean, it, it's even... just a matter of like how interesting they are depending. Yeah. Hmm. Don't even some... like the races, the like the ones that require like race requirements and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the bountiful luck. I mean, that that's that's a great halfling feat. Or mm. uh, fucking smurfin magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the vernelfin or something like that. Yeah, um, smurfin. Yeah. You gotta be a gnome. You gotta be deep gnome. You gotta be deep gnome. Not just yep. gnome, deep gnome. To use this with. Yep. What? Those are like the 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 underground gnomes that live yeah. in the underdark. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you got a feat that lets you use like some of their magic stuff. Yeah, oh. like non-detection, I think. Blur, Secret, no magic. Fish. So kind of like how the drow have like their innate abilities to do mm -hmm. like fairy fire and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, the the underdark gnomes have, I don't want to say the same thing, but a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean it. it it's definitely adds a layer of complexity, but things like resilient work across the board to all characters because mm -hmm. that adds proficiency and saving throws to things that you're not, you know, don't normally have in. 
Um, so, I mean, if you have a character that's particularly weak in something, you can potentially boost that up. I mean, resilient con on something that is squishy is not necessarily a bad thing for con saves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Work out. Observe it anytime you're playing like a wisdom, yeah. like intelligence, like base character. It's it's like the ultimate like extra little, you know, chef's kiss. I know everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Combine like you know on a druid. Combine like um alert and observant together. Uh, especially oh, yeah, on you've a got druid. eyes on the back of your head. Yeah, yeah and you know yeah eyes on the back of your head. Plus you're probably going first in initiative as well. Oh, or like if you're a monk, you're like monk Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I mean, yeah, there there's a lot of cool feats, and there's definitely stuff for everyone. Awesome. So do you guys think there are any feats that kind of go into the other end of the spectrum that are like not useful or underpowered or you're not sure why they exist? I mean, I could argue you could probably find like a use in a campaign for a feat, but mm -hmm. I mean, it's one of those that might be a very niche role, but yeah, there's definitely feats that are better than others. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, I, like, like fucking piercer. I've never seen anyone take that fucking feat. Like, like, ever. What is that feat? It's, um... Uh, you can increase your, like, your dex and strength, and then once per... Wait, is it turn or attack? Either turn or attack when you hit a creature, uh, and if you're dealing piercing damage, mm -hmm. um, you can... If it, if it misses, you can reroll, and then if it's a crit, then you can, like, roll extra damage. But the thing is, it's like, what if the, the creature is immune to piercing, you know? It's like, it's like, you just wasted a free, bro. Yeah. It's useful if you have a rapier, I guess. Yeah. Actually, I or maybe if you're, like, a rogue or something. I mean, true. you could potentially find use for it. Potentially. Um, like, I, I mean, I know I said this earlier that, you know, this particular feat was interesting, but mm -hmm. I do think it's last luck lackluster which would even be shield master just because it allows you to shove with the shield and i mean okay cool i can shove with a shield on my turn but i mean it would be better to have like some layer of damage to be used against mm -hmm. it or a different interaction but i find well, I that thought you could use shield master to do shield damage um it lets maybe you not remembering that right oh only right. if you can't like hit somebody with the edge I, I don't think so. I mean, that still counts as like an improvised weapon, but it'll let you, it lets you shove targets away. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which isn't inherently the worst thing in the world, but yeah. how many fun. times is that effective? Especially at later levels when mm -hmm. things are, you know, very easy to roll higher strength. And make that fucking DC in their sleep, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you shove them in the chest, you're just like, oh, okay. So while I find it interesting, it's also not that good. <laughs> No. It's great for goblins because you can just like send them flying, but yeah, you know. Oh, bully I mean, goblins. Gotta eat those goblins. Exactly. Barbecue What the fuck? Those are sentient beings. Oh, you said beat, <laughs> not eat. I said yeet. I said oh, yeet. Well, I was thinking eat food, sorry, my bad. Oh my god. Tiki's goblins. You heard it here first. I'm food orientated. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, same. Um, Should it be beans. a surprise at this point? 
okay. So what do you guys think? We don't know uh, until we try, right? It probably tastes a little bit gamey, I would mm. assume. Like frog, you know? Like frog, We could have yeah. had a giant frog leg to eat, but, you know, that got ruined. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next giant frog. You'll get it. You'll get it. So it actually, I think that might be one of the wor most worthless feats is um, the chef feat or what was uh, culinary. Yeah, yo, chef. you take take that back, you <laughs> bastard! <laughs> Just saying. I mean, it's uh -huh. like a waste the of a The gourmand feat is is uh, man. I played a character who was a thief and he stole ingredients <laughs> to to cook with. Uh, fucking Andor. Oh man, bro, that shit was was banging. That that should be baked into like character design. You shouldn't need a feat for something like that. True, but uh, okay, yeah, true. Uh, but it's 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 good. I mean, like they can't just like you know like make a new class. Oh yeah, you're you're the chef class. Uh, here's your shit. Uh, cool. There chef. was a homebrew chef class actually. <laughs> I would play That a was chef. really fun. Oh really? Yeah, a giant fucking pan. You. It was a spellcaster, and instead of like using spells, you made like cupcakes and desserts and stuff like that that you used as spells. Uh, your weapon was like a frying pan. Crazy bastard. Interesting. It seems kind of artificery. Anyway, we, I feel like get nice. like one more question. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. So, what do you guys think about like the way feats are structured in Five E? Like the way you get them, the way you put them in. Like, is that mechanically good? If you're not a fighter, it's mechanically good. If it's a fighter, you're broken, and I don't want to deal with you. <laughs> Fires don't interact. <laughs> they get like eight hundred ASIs. What are you, you going to fucking hate, bro? <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, they get like an ASI every other level. Exactly. That's or a feat. You'd be like level 10 have, you know, 20 and all stats fucking and like fighter, six feet. Fighters are the fucking, the, the bread and butter of D&D. &D. Get the fuck out of here. They're the first thing you play. They're the first thing you fucking play with D&D. It's like, I don't, should I be a fucking wizard? Or should I, should I be one of those, those druids? Like, sword no, people. You know, be eyes on a sword, man. Call me Link. I got a shield. Yay. That was the only reason I actually didn't play a fighter with this campaign was because it's like everyone plays a fighter. Everyone plays. Oh, a fighter. I had fun playing a fighter. I miss my fighter. Yeah, but she's a bow fighter. To answer your question, yeah, I, I think it's mechanically fine the way they fit in. Um, you just might have to finagle a little as far as story mm -hmm. reasons, which isn't such a bad thing at lower levels because you can just say it's backstory. But at higher levels, it becomes a little bit harder to slot in feats versus ASIs. Yeah, actually, how, like, flavor-wise, what's a good way to fit the feat in? Because that is a skill you've had to have developed, but you might, it might look like it just kind of turned up if it's not actually in on screen or, you know, you get what I'm saying. I yeah, saying. yeah. I, I think it's, you think of it like... You know, your 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 character has a secret interest, and and while they've been adventuring, you know, like on their own personal time, they've been going to you know, you know, Mr. Jangly Bottoms over in the Alchemy District, learning you know the the, the poisoner feat, you know, secretly, mm. just to get that extra edge, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I like to think if of it a little bit differently. In the <laughs> exactly, dude. So I, I like to think of it as it's something you're kind of doing naturally already. And, you know, so over the course of time, you just 
develop the skill better mm-hmm. it's just mechanically in D, it kind of works that it's like mm-hmm. there you go you got the new mechanic but if you're a rogue that always applies poisons over time you're going to become better at applying poisons and developing poison so it makes sense that you get poisoner it's just kind of one of those things where it's like okay it, it, it's a switch flip as far as D, but that's kind of how i look at it like you have a barbarian that swings around a giant weapon okay by level eight they might pick up great weapon fighter because well now they're used to swing it around so much they're more familiar with it okay okay um so do you think there are any like classes or particular character builds that like absolutely need feats to complete them or as opposed to other things where you can kind of just level up unadorned and be does it just depend on like how complicated a character you want to play or um for me day one if i'm playing a monk i'm getting mobile um Mm -hmm. it's just like yo bro you get the increased you know movement speed and you know like you don't want to stay in the thick of fucking combat when you're a monk so it's like boom like, even if you miss taking a hit, you can just dodge out of the fucking way, you know, and keep fucking moving. Same thing with, like, I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll like, I can, I can think about that with Rogue, too. But, you know, it just depends on what's going on, you know? Well, the difference with that is Rogue, you can get, uh, can't you, like, disengage as a bonus action? Yeah. Yeah. Depending yeah. on the spec of the Rogue. Yeah. Well, I say spec, I but subclass. You can always do that, isn't it? Or, like, or, like if you have Swashbuckler, like, yeah, you can have Roguish Audacity, I think, after you hit, then, like, yeah. you, can, you can also dip off, too. Yeah. But as far as like being required, no, I don't think they're required. Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely fun. They're they're definitely more fun than just like straight powering up a character. Exactly, because if it, if it was required, then it's just another fucking thing you'd have to go into. Like, oh, I want to play a cleric, but like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta you... get fucking uh, uh, warcaster. Yeah, you know, it's like just to mm-hmm. get shit done. You know, if I want that extra AC. I mean, it, yeah, it's one of those where it's like, okay, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think anything is required as far as feet goes. So, I mean, after all, it's like I said, even going back to what I said earlier at the beginning, I mean, they're optional. Yeah. They're optional play, for a reason. Play it your way. Yeah. Play yeah. how you like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all optional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got all flavors in, in this bitch, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one of the nice things about D&D, it's a very flexible system. Yeah. <laughs> Love room to play what you want in the way you want to. Yay. Um, okay, don't think we have time for another question. So we'll end on that. Thank you both so much for being on my little show again on Tuesday, just like every week. Uh, make sure to tune in, audience, make sure to tune in on Friday uh, to see whether Oriana is going to pull through this time. The fingers crossed. Um, then tune in next Tuesday for us to talk about whatever happens on Friday. Uh, and thank you so much for tuning in once again. Thank you to Sunbird and Lee Meows for our uh, theme song and our logo. Thank you to Corey and Jay for coming on the show. And have a great night. Bye, guys. Yes. <laughs>